All right. Well, welcome back to Lock It In. And we're going to be doing some summer previews for these NHL teams coming up. We're going to go ahead. I'm going to deep dive. JD with you as always. I'm going to deep dive into some of these teams, looking at the cap sheet, looking at decisions they've made this summer up until this point, and sort of give you a sense of where the team's building towards, my opinion on how they've been building, and just all in all, just some just some downright previews of how I think their teams are going to do. I'll also focus on, uh, for all those league pass type watchers, who are who are constantly watching the NHL and are interested in watching not only their team but a bunch of teams. I'm going to go ahead and uh, give some analysis on who has some of the better in-game presentation, announcing crews, all that type of stuff that goes with delivering a great broadcast to the viewer. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right in. Professional grow up, really came out the mud. You know it's hard to say no when the famous are plugged. They all pull up to the whip, play saying what's up. Wanna post up, talk about the strain of the month. Back then, who knew I was kind of the guy to get three on the text. If you trying to get high, cop chase ain't once, but some on the side. Roll up like one, three plus with a ride. Never dolo kid, no stress, always got one. Preteen married now, I seen shopping. Looking for the kid, block out so now Fresh out of class with a dash with a cop from front with a smile on the lama all achy. Yes, she knew I was a legend in the make. Stuck around cause the boy lit in the cake. Small town big hair, Ricky gon' make it. Alright, so let's go ahead and jump in with the Arizona Coyotes. Everybody, I'm hitting the panic button early on this one. I am hitting the fucking panic button. The Arizona Coyotes are spending up to the cap. What is happening in this hockey world? They are spending up to the cap. They traded away a good young player for a more expensive veteran. They traded away Alex Galchenyuk for Phil Kessel. What is happening, folks? This is crazy. I mean, this is the one really where I'm, I feel like I'm almost a little bit out of my depth. Like, what? Like, am I sure I'm looking at the right team here? Like, they're paying Phil Kessel. They're paying Derek Stepan. They're paying Nick Schmaltz. They're paying Carl Sch- Carl Soderberg. They're paying Oliver Ekman Larson. They're paying Alex Golgowski. They're paying Nicholas Jarmerson. They're paying Jacob Turner. They're even paying Jason Demers. I did not see this coming. Um, to be fair, a year away removed from the Domi Galchenyuk trade, I didn't think. And I don't think that that trade could have gone any worse for Arizona than it did. Um, so I guess that it was just time to move off of Galchenyuk. Maybe they didn't like what they see. There were definitely reports about his work ethic in Montreal and whether it was truly there or not. Getting away Kyle Connaughton and a pick to pick up another expensive guy, as I said, in Soderberg is another move that for me is just a wild, just a wild move that I did not see coming from this team specifically. Um, and it's not wild because it's a bad move. I like Soderberg. He's a good third-line center. Connaughton is a, you know, he's a depth defenseman. But Soderberg is, is, a, is definitely a good forward on a winning team. It's just not a move I would associate with the Arizona Coyotes making. The funny part is saying all of that and after all of that, the thing that this team is still looking for, as they always are looking for, is internal development. That is where this team is going to really make the jump from a good team to a team that's actually in the playoffs and competing. 
they're going to be looking at guys like Keller, guys like Fisher, you know, even guys like Schmoltz to take the jump, take the next step. Guys like Lawson, Cruz, all these guys for them are going to really have to take the next step and really become valuable NHL players in the next few years. It, it'll be interesting to see. Now, in the modern NHL, when you look at a cap sheet, I think it's pretty clear when you look at the cap sheet where the team has their strengths, where they have their weaknesses. And you can see by how much money they spend on defense for how much money they spend on forwards. A lot of teams, you'll see their forwards are probably somewhere in the low 40s, 40 millions. And their defense is probably somewhere in the mid to low 20s. This team is a little bit different. This team almost built a little bit like Nashville was in years previous, is spending almost 30 million on defense next year and almost 38 on offense. So it's pretty even considering you have more obviously offensive players. Now, when you look at this back end, I think it's a really well-built back end. You have Oliver ekman Larson, your number one. He's a lefty. You have Alex Golgowski, who can play. He's a veteran, but he can play those tough minutes. And you've got Nicholas Jalmerson, another veteran on the right side, who could play those tough minutes. So you have two options of guys you, you could play with, ekman Larson, who even though you might not say they're exactly first-tier guys, and Golgowski could be debatable depending on you know his abilities depending on how much he's got left in the tank let's say those are two guys who can play tough minutes against top opposition and you don't feel scared that you're going to be giving up a lot of goals then you've also got Jacob Chernin on the left side on the back end right behind Ekman Larson who's another real good young defenseman and then you picked up Demers who's you know a right D he can play definitely can play third line minutes maybe even a little bit up to second minutes the almost four million is expensive for him but it's okay with Antti Ranta and Nett and Darcy Kemper as your backup you have some solid options surprisingly Arizona has a really well-built team right now um, definitely more focused on the back end definitely they still they're still looking for that number one center Derek Stepan isn't the answer uh but we'll see. You know, they have some talent in the pipeline, and that's the question. Like, can this team find the guys, Barrett Hayton, can they find these guys in their system that can help maybe put them in the next level? This is a team that, to me, is going to be interesting to watch because I want to see how some of these young players play. I don't think this year is necessarily a year where you're going to be looking at Arizona and you're going to be saying Arizona is the team to uh, is a team that's going to you know walk into the playoffs or that they're going to be you know a team to beat in the Western Conference, but they're going to be a team that I think's pesky because they got a lot of young guys and uh, guys with something to prove, guys who want to make their mark, and so if they can continue to you know build the way they have been building adding some veterans like Phil Kessel which they haven't done previously and continue to have some of these young guys like Clayton Keller maybe get a Barrett Hayton to step up come into a bigger role earlier than expected this is a team that two three years down the road is really building it the right way but that being said this year I see them sitting around 10 in the Western Conference maybe 85 88 points, something like that. 
good enough to stay interesting, but I, I don't think they're going to be able to challenge for the playoffs. And I think this is a team that's really looking down the next few years. What can we do the next few years to really open up a window with some of the young talent we have? Let's dive into this team's broadcast presentation situation. You might be surprised considering it's one of the teams in the NHL that looks to not spend so much money, but I actually somewhat enjoy Matt McConnell and Tyson Nash in terms of their in-game in-game banter, in-game call, but I, I don't think it's I don't think it's as good as uh, most other teams in the league. I think it lacks a little bit of informational depth. Um, I always find Biz Nasty, Paul Vizanet, entertaining, and they have him from time to time on the broadcast, so I I always find him endlessly entertaining. Um, And I I think that this could be a situation where they could look to maybe put Paul Paul Vizanet in the booth with Matt McConnell and let Tyson Nash be out there and go for a three-man team. I know it's, you know, not a lot of teams have that and it might be expensive, but to me that might be a way to liven it up a little bit because as it is right now, it's pretty standard. They have good information, nothing great. Uh, You know, I remember I was watching a game with them playing the Blues when the Blues were... uh, sort of coming in the middle of February when the Blues are starting to, you know, pick up a little bit of steam. And uh, I actually ended up switching over to the Blues broadcast team because they, they just weren't capturing my attention. So for me, it's Arizona is a fine one. You're never going to be offended by them like you might be with some other teams. And they don't necessarily provide as much knowledge. And I'm not sure if that's because that's just how they're told to handle it or whatever, but you know, I would like to see their announcing team maybe add, you know, more color to it, more information, liven it up a little bit. But uh, it's another Fox Sports, so uh, you get good presentation. You get, again, the small little black box in the top left. And, uh, you know, they give you a lot of the basic information. The graphics are cool. The, the in-between periods is fine. But... Uh, for me, not, not one of the better presentations in the league. 